Welcome to the final issues of sports of 2022. I am your host, Evan Emac Makovsky, in a year where we unretired Emac and we found the rude dog, Rudy Reyes. Rudy, let me just say happy holidays and happy new year to you before we get going with today's topic. Yeah, happy New Year's and uh, Merry Christmas. Hopefully, it was a good one um, as we head and uh, the down home stretch into 2023. I, I know it's been a, a, a mixed bag of nuts for a lot of people, uh, but at the same time, you know, we're going to head into a new year, new mindset, and uh, we're going to continue because there are always going to be issues of sports. Yeah, there are always going to be issues, and there's going to be issues of sports and issues in life too. So people can relate. To issues, they're not always positive, but they can be. Issues doesn't necessarily mean it has a negative connotation a little bit, but I guess there can be positive issues with, uh, but we're not going to near it. We don't need to unpack that part right now of the title of the podcast. We want to start with the issue of the Denver Broncos who fired their first year head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. This year, the team is a mess. It's the second coach they fired in 2022 as Vic Fangio got fired in January. They promoted assistant head coach Jerry Rossberg to be the head coach for the final two games, including this weekend's game against the Kansas City Chiefs. The main issue here, and there are other issues dangling around the NFL that maybe we will touch on, maybe not, but you can find it like Derek Carr basically being sent home by the Denver, I mean, rather by the Las Vegas Raiders. And it looks like his Raiders career is over for the final two games. And they're going to start Jarrett Stidham at quarterback. But let's go to the main issue, which just has to be the Denver Broncos. In the offseason, Russell Wilson signed a five-year, $242 million contract. If you actually round it up, it's around $243 million, including a $50 million signing bonus, $161 million guaranteed. He has an average salary of $48,517,647. If they are to cut Russell Wilson in the offseason, see, they fired Nathaniel Hackett. They can't fire Russell Wilson. They will take $107 million cap hit. Now, I heard a famous football pundit this week say Wilson's going to get one more year. And then if he turns in another season like this, and I think he's already going to make the NFL or the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but that, that's another discussion. Even, with, even if he's a dud the rest of the way, if you look at his numbers and then his rushing yards and where he ranks all time, that he will – at uh, age 34, I think he's in the Hall of Fame, but we're talking about what I see here as maybe an Albert Pujols Angels contract part two because he has been downright horrendous. He's the second highest paid football, or rather quarterback in the NFL to Aaron Rodgers, making a shade under $49 million a season. And what can you say when you watch him play, it is like I, I, you're, you're watching. I don't know what it is. I know he's been injured a little bit this year, but that's not a bailout. It's like I, I, somebody took his mojo away. Well, you know, his mojo uh, was in Seattle, and I think he maybe left his full can of mojo 
there next to Pete Carroll on the sidelines. There's a lot of issues going on here. I mean, he's not he, – he didn't play his absolute best. Uh, we've seen that. This isn't anything that should be new uh, to anyone within not only the Denver Broncos, but his last year or so in Seattle wasn't exactly the most stellar part of his career there in Washington. However, yeah, he's 16th overall in in uh, in passing yards, and that's great and wonderful, and over 200 yards in rushing and one rushing touchdown the season, tied for 25th which is almost near the bottom tier uh, for 12 passing touchdowns. I'm not going to say that this offensive line for the Broncos has been absolutely fantastic because it hasn't been. There's been some injuries. uh, But when it comes to game fluidity, when it comes to game control, beyond game management, we expect other quarterbacks in the NFL to have much better uh, quarterback management but Russell Wilson's paid to win, not just manage the game, but to win the game. And clearly he's on the field to win the game. And being paid to not win these games certainly weighs heavily on him. I don't think everything is well in, in, the, in the Wilson mansion there in Colorado so far. <laughs> well, uh, the, the joke that I've heard them say is uh, in Denver from a, a close friend of mine is does because he's got so much money, does he have more touchdown passes this season or bathrooms built in his home? Because he is uh, this season – he has 12 touchdown passes and nine interceptions. And you just, you made the point. It, it, you cannot make $49 million, be a franchise piece, and even be average. There's no, like, if his name was Zach Wilson or, you know, Colt McCoy or, or somebody that that is not a bona fide, probably headed to the Hall of Fame, he's benched if he's not under that contract. He's benched. Well, I mean, you got to look at this from a different a different point of view. Was Nathaniel Hackett the guy? I mean, is he was he really going to go through the season and hack it? No. Wow, I think why? That there was, why not? Why not? We, like, why? How can you put because, it all? Because his okay. Look, they they acquired someone to come in to understand game clock management okay we we've seen this team struggle in the red zone more often than I'd like to admit. Uh, you have different personnel problems there players in the locker room did not really feel the vibe they didn't feel that they were going to win and again coaches will win or lose a locker room before they ever win or lose on the field I think this locker room was starting to feel the we're not going to win we're not buying into the coach's system and his mindset and his attitude towards winning on the field we've seen Nathaniel Hackett go through certain coaching situations and I mean situationally within the red zone that didn't prosper anything decision making processes could have gained a first down with two yards versus punting it and pinning the other team deep in the end zone which nine times out of ten did not happen Uh, or missing field goals by McManus who's been otherwise stellar but again this is this is about the, the the blades of grass they didn't own the line of scrimmage on the offensive side of the ball nine times out of every tenth snap it just wasn't good for for Denver, and of course, the first person to be uh, beheaded was Nathaniel Hackett. Well, to me, on some of that, I disagree with you as far as Hackett getting fired. I'm not saying he didn't deserve to get fired. You got to win, and you got to win now. And Nathaniel Hackett, unlike Russell Wilson, who has a lot of 
equity and credit in the bank from his time in Seattle does not have equity and credit in the bank as a head coach. And it's a lot easier, even though I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the amount of money they're eating in this contract as he's a first year head coach is still significant that you should, you should see there are, there are uh, stats out there on how many on fired coaches. And I, I wish I, I knew this, but between NFL clubs about the amount of money that clubs are eating and it's, it's over a hundred million dollars. But the, the point I'm making here is you can't fire Russell Wilson because you're going to take a $107 million cap it. You can fire Nathaniel Hackett because he gets paid. It goes back to the same. Why do coaches, you know, coaches in professional sports more times than not, unless you're Phil Jackson or you're Bill Belichick, your players make more money than you do. So again, you know, but that's only a proven head coach. Nathaniel Hackett is not a proven head coach. Right. There's so it's nothing easier proven about him fire, whatsoever. Easier and, to and, fire and that him. number, and that number you're talking about is 4 million per year. Okay. And he was scheduled and slated for a four year deal. But if they cut Russell Wilson, they have to pay $107 million. And the punt that I was talking about, who said he might be able to join us in January on the show, is Peter King. He said if Wilson turns in another year next year, like this year, and he's the guy's got sources, that, that the Broncos will be faced with an $85 million cap hit if they cut him after next season. And King, you know, I don't know the financials and the ins and outs of – the organization, but King says they're going to have no choice but to take that $85 million cap hit. Because if you think of historic franchises, you know, they, they, the other thing I heard is that this is the worst head coaching opening in the offseason coming up is the Denver Broncos. Well, it's that's crazy to hear because when you think of like historic franchises in sports, whether it's the Montreal Canadiens or the New York Yankees or the Dallas Cowboys or the Boston Red Sox. I can keep going on and on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've still put the, the LA Lakers. I still put the Denver Broncos. I consider them a historic franchise. If you go to Denver, Colorado, which I, I know you're a West coast guy and I lived out there for a long time and I lived in Aspen for a couple of years. Denver now it some of it is because of the success because of John Elway, but that is a Broncos town. I mean the Nuggets, it's a complete the Broncos Avalanche, town. right? The the, Absolutely. the, the Rockies. I work yeah. for iHeart probably 20 minutes away. Right, okay. So from, you from know, like the, the <laughs> Broncos football, when I even lived in LA, I would go to uh, a, a sports bar near me in, uh, I lived on the West Hollywood, Beverly Hills border. And I would go to a sports bar near me. And I mean, there was a legion and you would, you'll get that to other historic franchises, the Green Bay Packers. I'm not, this isn't about naming everyone, but I think you know what I'm talking about. The Denver Broncos have a following, and some of that is developed through John Elway, and some of that, you know, they, they've still been a pretty good team, even when they had Jake Plummer 18 years ago or whatever it was. Ish. They, yeah, ish, ish. <laughs> uh, Jake the Snake, uh, don't forget about him, also yeah, played exactly. for the Arizona Cardinals, who I think we called them the Phoenix Cardinals at that time. Maybe not, forgive me, either way. But my point is that now they're saying this is the worst head coaching opening 
Now the defense, they got, they've gotten wrecked lately because to me, the offense is so inept that they're out there all the time. But I think you have a pretty good defense and, but just offensively, I mean, I'm on a text thread. I, I worked in radio for six and a half years in St. Louis with St. Louis friends. We were watching it. I don't know if it was a Monday night game or a Thursday night game, but it was just like, oh my God, like what is with Russell Wilson? Like, why isn't he running there? Why isn't he like, it, it, it's not like, it, it's if somebody like hypnotized him and some, and it shouldn't happen that fast. And it shouldn't just be about leaving Seattle. And I know I'm passionate about this and I don't know why, but uh, it shouldn't just be about leaving Seattle because it's literally like somebody stuffed kryptonite down his pants because you can't be that good and then be this bad. I, I, I don't like, I, I don't even know. And you mentioned the offensive line and that's part of it, but he would be benched if his name is not Russell Wilson. Well, here's the issue. Okay. So you, you have to look at it from a different, different point of view, a different perspective. So Nathaniel Hackett possibly would have been the one, the one ultimately to say, you know what, this is where we're at. This is what we're going to do situationally. You're third and long, you're second and long, whatever the case might be. I, I believe that there was more control that Nathaniel Hackett wanted to have initially early on in the season that Russell Wilson said, okay, we're going to try it. So I, I believe that Russell Wilson was trying to uh, allow the head coach and Nathaniel Hackett to conservatively call certain plays that were just designed to get um, you know, first downs, to keep moving the chains, right? Because if it's not a completion, it's going to be a throwaway. If it's not a touchdown, it's a throwaway. And I believe that that throwaway was the fact that you hired Nathaniel Hackett to begin with, with almost zero coaching experience at the NFL level. And you can have the, you can have all the offensive coordinator, um, you know, the tools in your shed. You can be the creme de la creme defensive coordinator. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make a great head coach. And I believe that Russell Wilson had done everything he possibly could to help ensure that his success was going to, uh, you know, obviously uprooting his children, his family, oh, um, his no, housing. Stop. Stop. No, no, listen, when hear me out on this. When you're no, that hear weird. me out on this. No, no, not at all. Like so it. hold on. Let me finish on this point. Mm -hmm. So Russell Wilson decides to take that extra money, which by all means now raises the bar for him professionally. So you know what? This is a game you're designed to win. This is a, you got to bring your A game. Remember when you won the Super Bowl? You have to do the same thing in Denver. Was it on crunch time when his first year in Denver? Absolutely. You're paid to win every single freaking game. You're paid to win at every single level with every single pass needs to be a completion. So the weight of the world is on his shoulders. Now, I'm not giving him a free pass by any means because there were times where I said, wait, what? He's throwing to who? When? For what reason? Why? Third and long? Fourth and long? We're in the red zone? We're on the one-yard line? And he's not going to X, Y, and Z and ABC? He's not going to run the ball? So they released Melvin Gordon. Okay, so that could have been one of the problems in he the running and fumbling that. game. That's right. He had fumbleitis a la carte. You're darn straight he did. So they said, you know what? We got to let you go. Do your thing. Russell Wilson just kept trying to cook, but every single batch of food he cooked ended up being burnt. Nobody wanted to eat it. So I, I think that he needs to take a step back, take a couple dips in his icy pool, uh, unless it's heated, and then that's real nice, um, especially in Denver, uh, and then rethink the entire you know pieces of logic. Okay, fine. So two more games in the regular season for the Denver Broncos. 
I don't see them at a win. I think you should shelve uh, Russell Wilson because it's not going to do any good. You're already at the latter part. You're done. You're over. Happy New Year. You know, whatever case you want to call it. Um, Overall, I just think the Denver Broncos were built to win now like every other NFL team is. Whether it's quarterbacks and free agency, whether it's coaching changes, uh, whether it's in calling new offensive coordinators trying to get the running game or passing game or a combo. Uh, We've seen that with the Steelers, uh, with Matt Canada, you know, complete debunk in the half part of the season, all of a sudden helping Kenny Pickett find his mojo to George Pickens in the end zone to stay alive. It's very thin playoff run uh, along with you know several uh, other teams including the uh, Las Vegas Raiders and obviously well, we know what's yeah. going on there in the quarterback situation is Derek Derek Carr is going to Cancun already um, and decided to take a one-way ticket maybe anyway so Russell Wilson Denver Broncos really gonna have to figure this out ownership is all over this there's no mistake there was a press conference that was held uh, I believe it was yesterday or day before in regards to the direction of, of the Broncos they're still committed to Russell Wilson but they have to because they paid to be committed That's, to Russell no cho- Wilson. They have no choice, as I said, or they would take it. And to your point, Ross Berg made, uh, fired two coaches this week, special teams coach Dwayne Stukes, an offensive line. There you go, Coach Butch Berry. But I'll tell you this, I still – you keep going to coaching, to coaching, to coaching. The guy is 34 years old. I mean, he makes a million dollars. Not only is he supposed to be an average to good quarterback for 49 million, which is, like I said, number two, to Aaron Rodgers, who makes 50 and change. So with at a $49 million contract in the first year, if this is the result you're going to turn in, you're supposed to be at the Pro Bowl at $49 million. And I will agree with you on this. I mean, I don't know what they can – if if – their interim head coach in, in Rossburg is he's only getting two games, what you can tell, and one is against the Chiefs this weekend. But, yeah, you're right. A lot of coordinators, we know this, just from the Bill Belichick tree. Like, look at McDaniels now in his second stint, the first one with the Broncos. Now he's with the Las Vegas Raiders. They're, they look to, they're not officially eliminated from playoff contention, but they should be by the end of this weekend. And Carr's been sent away. With his uh, and the reason Devontae Adams came there was because it's his college teammate, Derek Carr. But look at McDaniel's, the only guy off the Belichick tree that has turned into a good head coach, I think, is Mike Vrabel in Tennessee, of all of his assistants. Right, right, and, and, and despite the loss last night, which obviously helps other teams' chances, including the Ra- uh, including the, the Raiders, Steelers are a part of that mix as well. Um, it there were too many unforced errors, meaning that <clears throat> the amount of penalties that were served a-, a la carte to Tennessee because they have such young guys. Um, you know, there was a, a PI call that was somewhat questionable on McCreary. Uh, there, there, there were some plays offensively, of course, with Josh Dobbs getting his first start after being in the NFL drafted by the Steelers um, in 2017. Uh, certainly a, a guy who has his work, actually had his work cut out for him yesterday, but couldn't quite capitalize because of the lack of offensive weapons on the Tennessee Titans team. Now, they're not officially eliminated either because next week they have to play Jacksonville, and that's going to be the determining factor as to whether or not the Jaguars uh, or the Titans will own the the AFC South. Is it it me or is there, and you mentioned the Steelers, and that was exciting for Franco Harris coming back against the Raiders, but 
none of the if i feel like you know tampa is could win their division this weekend with the losing record that there are more bad teams i know it has to even out i know there's an extra game but there are more bad teams in the nfl than have been in a while it just feels like and and the other thing i'll say is the games haven't been like last night's game between the cowboys and the no it wasn't a good game i know derrick henry was injured for Tennessee, but there have just been a lot of, you know, the best thing to me about Thursday night football this year is I've enjoyed the Amazon pairing of uh, Al Michaels with Kirk Herbstreet on the NFL. I think they're very good. I do like it. You may disagree, but the matchups. Haven't no, I been, agree with you. I you agree with you. you. Yeah. I, I had never heard Herbstreet on NFL games. Not that he did them before, but I think he's, uh, I, I enjoy it. And Al Michaels is. He's a natural. Yeah, he's a hand in the ha- Al Michaels is a handful of the greatest play-by-play announcers ever with Pat Summerall and I don't know who I'm getting. If you want to put John Madden, yeah, John Madden's an analyst. I'm talking about play-by-play. You, you know, Al Michaels. Hey, he's still good. He's yeah, still okay. good. <laughs> oh, John, John Madden is still John Madden when it was Sunday Night Football with Alan John. That was great, but it, it just hasn't been. It's just a lot of. And this kind of ties back to Russell Wilson. And this is where I think I agree. He has one more year. If he stinks, I think the Broncos have no choice. I I don't know their books, but to eat $85 million because you, you just, there's, there's no tolerance. There's not going to be a tolerance for this kind of just being horrid. Like, you know, people, I have my friend, my, my friend is a Lions fan, which is a different kind of joke, but, you know, them losing to Carolina last week when they were seven and seven and, you know, giving their fans false hope and whatnot. But he's, he's like, he lives in Denver. He says, it's fun to watch. They're so bad. Like he watches them like they're, they're comedy, like they're, they're a comedy show that they are just so bad. And I felt that this year. And so, you know, I'm Russell Wilson obviously has more money than whatever. He's like I said, gonna go to the Hall of Fame. Even if this bombs out, I think, but it it doesn't I can't I, I refuse to go to coaching or chain or moving houses as the reason because yes, it takes there are adjustments into new offenses dealing with new people acclimating to a new city not, well you also have to take into not account where that. your performance falls out from here sure. to here not like maybe from here to here like it, it, it's it, 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 i don't want to keep restating my my point but I, I i see no excuse and i don't know why I don't know why I don't I don't think head coaching is a bailout for Russell Wilson. I don't think Melvin Gordon is a bailout for Russell Wilson. I am watching him play and there is something with him that there is, is not the same guy. Period. You're, no, no, you're right. And I completely agree with you, but again, we know that the first person's head that's going to roll on a silver platter is going to be the head coach. There's no doubt about that. This isn't this isn't anything new. No one should be shocked by the move of Nathaniel Hackett being fired, but are there more capable people within the locker room that may have a better feel, a better touch with the players? Uh, We hear about this player's coach type of mentality. You can have that conversation as well. Was Hackett a player's coach? Probably not. We don't know. We weren't in the locker room, but I do know 
that when it comes to players buying into what coaches are selling, it has to be all in or all out. And I believe the majority of the players felt that they were on their way out, not only out in the sense of we're not going to win any more games, but out in the sense that we're not buying what this guy's selling. He's like peddling wins like someone in Tijuana. When you walk away, the price gets lower and lower and lower. How it's do you just, say that? What do you mean Nathaniel Hackett's peddling wins? Like, you don't think he's trying to get wins? What do you it's mean? Not, it's not that I'm trying to get wins. Like, I don't even know. Like, like, it's a he, funny he analogy. He hasn't attempted to get wins, but he's trying to sell fool's gold to people. It's, it's like it's like trying to sell a, a cubic zirconia to people that, that know their gemstones. They're not going to buy. They're not going to buy. They're selling. That's what they're doing. The stock market's filled with it. Buying and selling. These guys are are not buying it. They're leaving it at their doorstep like it's it's grandma's, you know, um uh fruitcake. They're just not interested. They didn't want to hear about it. They didn't want to taste it anymore. They knew what it tasted like throughout the entire season. Why would you want another slice of bad right. apple pie? Right? So so these guys are moving on to an interim head coach. Um, who has maybe a better feel for, for two, the locker room. Two weeks, two weeks. Hey, it doesn't matter, two weeks or not. Look what happened in the middle of the season with Jim Ursay. Yeah, and his Saturday's going to be fired. Jeff Saturday's, Saturday's losing in the same fashion. In the same fashion, the Colts are who we know that they are. You bench Matt Ryan, and you're going to put in a guy Nick in, in Nick Foles, and you expect to get different results? Are you serious? I, I just no. think they're, 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 I mean, they're, Grasping at straws. Before we, before we get off topic, and, and, and we we need to wrap this. But before we get off topic, um, I the false thing is sure Saturday is not going to get renewed. He was controversial to be interim head coach with his lack of head coaching experience at, at high levels besides high school. But that that's a whole other topic here. You have, um, I would think that. My guess, and I'm not like the Broncos brass, is no matter what Rosberg does, maybe if he upsets the Chiefs, which I don't think they're capable of doing because I don't think they can score enough points with Patrick Mahomes. I just don't. I, I, you never know in the NFL. It's such a weird game. That's why gambling is very, very difficult on NFL games. Playing in survivor pools is very difficult in right. NFL games. But... I would think that they are going to hire. Okay. So what's going to happen here now is this is just my prediction. They're going to hire a head coach, maybe a name value head coach, maybe for something. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. It could Sean Payton would be a high name value head coach that could certainly come into the Broncos organization and command that respect that you're talking about right away. But I think that everything's going to be geared around Russell Wilson, but next year it comes down to Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson's. Yes, they can rearrange the pieces, new head coach, better offensive line, new offensive line, head coach. Uh, you know, I don't know if Latavius Murray will stay on as running back. I don't know his contract status off the top of this, but he's really not a a-level starter. He was splitting with Gordon. My point is they can they can mix around. They have Jerry Judy at wide receiver. They have pieces. But if so, they're gonna do everything they can to 
make Russell Wilson be good next year. Well, if he's not good next year, though, if he's not good next year, Mm -hmm. I think they're going to maybe not with the coach, but they're going to have to blow it up again. And and I think that blow up involves Russell Wilson after two years. If you turn certainly if he turns in a year like this, how how can you keep paying somebody? Or I mean, you're going to you're going to have to cut him. But how can you keep? You You shouldn't. So it's just the issue here is what happened to Russell Wilson. And I, I'm going to leave it with, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, I take all your reasons into account from that we just covered, all the ancillary parts. But for him, it's like he's lost his talent. Even like uh, he just seems like hesitant or where you'd know he would go, you know, not throw that pass and run for a 12-yard dash out of bounds. You didn't see those kinds of like – instincts i mean let's face it geno smith the seahawks lucked out the guy has was an awful quarterback i whatever for a decade with the new york jets he hasn't played that many reps the last few years and he's been better this year significantly better than russell wilson like leap leaps and bounds better well, again, Pete Carroll is the is the constant. Pete Carroll helped Russell Wilson become who Russell Wilson was and what he meant to Seattle. Sean Payton did it with Drew Brees and won a title there in the Big Easy. It's not going to be the Big Easy in Denver where it's going to be very big and hard. And, of course, Payton is not used to playing outside of a dome. Uh, I'm sure he did it on the road with the, with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I, I think – that when you look at Drew Brees and the combo with Sean Payton, Drew Brees may come back. It's doubtful going into year two in retirement. So. But Russell Wilson. He's in year two in retirement now. He's he? In, he is in year two, correct. Yeah. And, and so with between Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, they really could have something there. Sean Payton has a lot of experience. Uh, he's been a you know he's been a Super Bowl winning head coach. So what happens when you pair up a oh, Super Bowl winning head coach and a Super Bowl winning quarterback? I don't know. You tell me. It's called wins, W's. Not that Jameis Winston's going to be eating them, but you're going to see Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. If for some reason the brass decides to pull in and pay Sean Payton an exorbitant amount of money uh, because he's looking at coming out of retirement, of course, these coaches do. They need a break every 20 years, 15 years. We've seen in the NFL throughout its tenure, over 135 years. So uh, I, I think this could be a solid pairing. I like it if it comes to fruition. Uh, and, and again, I don't know who else could be out there in regards to head coaching positions. I know we can probably go on another 20 minutes with those that are available and those with their contracts possibly ending. Um, in Kansas City, you had mentioned, uh, you had mentioned uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, and, and that quarterback coach, he could find himself there in Denver as well. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of possibilities. We won't have time for all that. But um, I'll say this, and, and, and I'll leave – my commentary to hopefully resonate with with the audience if russell wilson can be paired up with sean payton as a head coach for the denver broncos watch out now it's supposed to be the wild wild west in 2022 it's going to be even more wilder in the west in 2023 if that comes to fruition all right well i'll leave the issues of sports massive listening audience with my comment on the situation and that is if russell wilson is paired up with sean payton 
We hope it works. We hope that Russell Wilson goes back to being the player that he once was during this entire podcast, vodcast, video, whatever you want to call it. We have not knocked Russell Wilson's character. We have not said, oh, he's so selfish, which is why I come down on this. I have no idea, and I refuse to say it's Nathaniel Hackett, why he had such an atrocious 2022, and I hope because I like him and I think he's good for the sport and he's an exciting dynamic player when he was playing well in Seattle, you know, he's a dual threat. There's no doubt about it, but I have no idea if he'll be good. And I don't know why he stunk so bad in 2022. Everybody wants to play doctor. I I don't, I I think that the the drop off is too much for any of those factors to, to be, the reason, the, and and I've watched him with the eye test, and I'm just like, who is this real life? Is this Russell Wilson I know? Is this the Russell Wilson I've watched? Like you said, playing two Super Bowls, win a Super Bowl, you know, be the quarterback on with the defense that had the Legion of Boom. Not looks like a a different guy. So I don't know. It, it's always it's always a gamble. If we all could get paid so much to stink at our jobs, it would be nice, but we can't. That's the world of show business and being a professional athlete. But I want to I want to thank you. I'm glad that I was introduced to you by someone at our former place that we work, believe, who brought you as a partner. I I enjoy you, Rude Dog, on the air. Uh, you 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 keep a pace. You you're. You're good in the hood. You're all good in my book, brother. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a, a very, uh, very interesting ride so far. And I don't mean the Russell Wilson kind of ride where you're putting a cart in between the hallway corridors that are not wide enough to make a U-turn uh, because it's all about going forward and not going back. So, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. I look forward uh, for more in 2023 with Mr. Emac. Now that we brought him out of the proverbial closet uh, to take center stage. I came out of the closet. That's true. The <laughs> With my nickname, Emac. All right. That's going to wrap things up for the issues of sports in 2022. I am Evan Emac Makovsky for Rudy, Rude Dog Reyes. We will see you on the next episode.